What's up? This is Patrick at RadicCards.com, and today we're going to be talking about how to answer the what's it worth question. Okay, this question is posed, I mean, a lot online, like pretty consistently. It's almost every day. So it's a great question, okay? Not discounting the quality of the question, but it is common, um, and it's a pretty easy one to identify and figure out once you consider a few different variables, okay? <clears throat> if you have an item and you pose a question online, the what's it worth question, a lot of people will tell you this. They'll say, go to eBay completed listings and see what it's selling for, okay? That's helpful for a couple different reasons. One, you can gauge current market value, all right? Now, the la eBay is great because it, it archives like the last, I think, 60 to 90 days worth of stuff. It's, it's around there somewhere in the, some two or three month block of time. So you can see what it's worth. Now, there is a trick here. There needs something you need to keep this in mind. This is very important. Auction style listings are what you need to look at, okay? Because that gauges market value better than bins. And here's why if someone finds a bin for much less than what they're willing to pay, that's not an accurate gauge of current market value because that, all that says is that card was listed with an inaccurate price tag. Someone may not have known how rare the card was and they just wanted to move it, put a $5 bin on it, it's actually worth $25. You know, um, that doesn't gauge market value. That just gauges how awesome of a deal you just nabbed, which is a good thing for you. But if you really want to gauge market value, you will look at auction-style listings, Okay, and you will see how recently the auction style, look at how recently it, 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 it expired. See how many bids. That will give you a better understanding of the card. Now, I will say this. If the card is exceedingly rare and there aren't any, any um, listings to be found on eBay, then that's when you can pose the question on social media and ask and see if anybody has seen one or what they, you know, get some, just basically fish information. See what you can find out about the card. Um, and just do random Google searches. This helps too. That, that is a loud car. And so do that, do random Google searches and see what you can come up with, see what you can uncover. Also look at some of the print price guides and see what they say. And we, we all know print price guides are, are inaccurate by and large, but at least give you an idea of, of a little bit of information associated with the card, that helps. Uh, Beckett does a nice annual that's really, it's a decent handy little library archive piece. Uh, the SCD that Bob Lemke used to edit back in 2011, that's a big one, that's a nice one, the big orange one. Um, those are nice reference desk shelf pieces to have for rare items like this. Now, let's rewind a bit. Let's go back to investigating eBay completed auctions at auction style listings. Okay, now, some auctions are listed with great SEO, search engine optimization, okay? That's awesome keywords, easily searchable, easily found, they got the right year, the right player, it's the players all the way spelled out, nothing's missing in the player name, like it's just, that's not just the last name, it's the whole name, the brand is there, the parallel, the card number, it might even put condition up there, I mean it's, 
that is all really good stuff, really handy to be found on, on, on uh, eBay completed listings. Now, if you take some of that content out, let's, let's talk about an example here. Let's say, let's say, I would use the example of the classic, the iconic 89 Upper Deck Griffey card. Okay, perfect listing. Ken Griffey Jr., 1989, Upper Deck, number one, rookie card. That's easily searchable. The name is first, then the year, then the brand, card number. Very easy stuff. Easy, easy, easy. You might, if it's graded, you put in the grade. PSA 8, PSA 9, PSA 10, BGS 10, BGS 8, 9, 5, whatever the case. Now, if I go and search for that, the likelihood of me finding that listing is very high. It's very strong, very robust, right? However, let's turn that around. Let's say I've got the 89 Upper Deck Griffey and I want to list it. And here's the title I give it. Griffey Baseball Card. Okay. If I just put Griffey Baseball Card in there, I'm missing a lot of pertinent data that needs to be intact for me to uh, get have customers find my auction easily. Because people that collect a certain player, they're going to save searches and a variety of... The smart ones will save a variety of different types of searches and they'll, they might uncover this card. But those of us, a lot of us may just search King Griffey Jr. and see what resolves. So it's going to miss that listing. And if we put Griffey Upper Deck 89, we're also going to miss that listing. If we put Griffey 89 or any variation of these words, we're going to miss that listing because Upper Deck isn't listed in my auction title of Griffey Baseball Card. So be aware that if you see an auction style listing and it says Griffey Baseball Card and it had two bids and it sold for $3 and you think, oh, man, maybe my 89 Griffey card is only worth 3 bucks. No, 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 don't think that. Okay, don't think that. This is the same as listing a really expensive card for a $2 bin because you don't know any better. Okay, it's the same damage that you do to yourself when you do that. So find robustly titled listings that are completely accurate and look for the recent sales of those auction style. That's the tip I'm giving you. Okay, that's the piece of it. So with stuff that's available, you look for recent well-titled auctions that are auction style that ended recently and you can gauge value that way. Something that's exceedingly rare. It's, there aren't any archive uh, ended listings on eBay. Do Google searches. Uh, grab a couple big books. Start reading what's any information you can find on the cards and ask around on social. Th those are the best ways uh, because what you're doing is is you're being self-reliant. You're depending on yourself to find this information, and that's respectable. If you're just lazy and you don't want to find it yourself, you ask around, hey, what's my 89 Upper Deck Griffey worth? People are just going to point you straight to eBay because it's such, an, it's such a, an everyday staple card. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that. I hope that you're able to take some nuggets of information with you and use this information to your advantage. Uh, next time you're considering or pondering about something in your collection, ask yourself, what's it worth? Um, information's out there mostly, most of it, <laughs> a lot of it anyway. There are, there are exceptions. There are certain items that are just incredibly, incredibly rare. Um, and those are, those are special occasions and certain circumstances that uh, require the help of enlisting other people's advice on, uh, 
uh, uh, you know, product identification and value. So I'll leave with that. Thank you for tuning in to Radicards.com. I'm your host, Patrick Greeno, and until next time, enjoy collecting. If you like this content, please subscribe. Thank you. Enjoy collecting.